Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. We got a good one for you guys, man. Let's just get right into it, baby. Let's. What's up, we guys? Back. Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast, man. As you guys know, we got a very important episode today to talk about money, man. This is more important than the ladies. Quick announcement before we get right into it, guys. Patreon.com slash Fresh Fit, where you can get all the behind-the-scenes footage yep. of me kicking out girls back when I had temper problems uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all the other recklessness that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, also, guys, go ahead and get our merch. You get Unplugged Fitness t-shirts, Fresh, Fresh Fit Podcast fit. t-shirts, hoodies. For example. All the legacy shirts are there. Ninja Watchers, all that stuff is there. So get the gear there at Teespring. Also, guys, we're on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Every single platform that you listen to podcasts yep. on, we are on. Just make sure you're wearing headphones because we are definitely not safe for work and you will get in trouble at your job. Fired. And also, we, we're on <laughs> Twitch, guys. Twitch.tv slash Fresh Fit Podcast. Thank you guys so much for the support on there. We're getting crazy love from you guys. Guys, thank you for 1,200 subs on Twitch, man. We're yeah. almost at 1,500. Help us get there, please. And almost 6,000 followers, man. And we've only been on for about a week or so. So thank you guys so much. It shows that there's a demand for this type of information. Because let's keep it a stack, man. Everybody capping on here on the internet. We keep it real with <laughs> you guys. Uh, and then Fresh to Fit Clips, guys, are a new YouTube channel. If you don't have an hour and a half to you know watch me debate bimbos, you guys can go ahead and go on Fresh to Fit Clips and see seven minutes of it at a time, ten minutes of it at a time, and enjoy it that way. And then uh, what else can we shamelessly sell? Uh... That's basically it. That's man. basically it, right? Okay. Oh, also as well, uh, June twenty first, no jumper. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, next week we have uh, Austin Dunham and How to Beast, right? Yep, they're cool. both going to be here. Cool. Yep. And uh, quick super chat, Legends of Society, ten dollars. I literally just tagged you all in an argument point for last night, stating Ted Bunny and Jeff Dahmer. Exactly. There you yep. go. Um, so guys, we okay. got some special guests Whoa. in the building, yeah. man. <laughs> That's it. We got in the building. Earn your leisure. And they're from New York doing their podcast as well. Top level guys, man. How y'all doing today, bro? Yo, good, great, man. man. Thank you for inviting us, man. I like that drop. Yeah, this, this yeah, is man, a vibe. Thank you. <laughs> I, feel, I feel good about this situation. This is a vibe. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, man. How's Miami been for you guys? Have you been here before or is the first time? Miami's like a second home for us, bro. We've probably been here 10 times in the last six months. Holy so we actually shit, think man. about it, moving out here, getting a place out here. I mean, we're always going to be back and forth between New York and Atlanta and a lot of other places, but... Yeah. Miami is one of our favorite places in the world. So anytime we get to come out here, it's a blessing. We definitely made the transition from the bridge on South Beach <laughs> to now Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm so telling you, there's growth. All the guests that we bring world. here, they're like, you know what? I need a spot here in Miami. Yeah, at least yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brickle's that. That's I'll, the place. I'll to tell be. you guys this, man. Um, since the beer bug, I'll keep it YouTube friendly. There's been an influx of New Yorkers moving down here, man, yeah. and crazy because, like, like we know, like an apartment like this, we were just talking about it before the show. It'll cost you like 10, 20 bands in New York City, whereas like you get it here for way cheaper, like Three, half the four. price. You know what I'm saying? So Miami, it's like people think Miami is expensive. It's not expensive, it's not. Miami, really. If you live here, if you party here, it's expensive. Yeah. You know, if you stay at the Fountain Blue, you do that whole South Beach thing. Yeah, it's gonna be expensive. But if you actually like live in Miami, you live in the city, you live in Brick or whatever, it's actually very affordable compared to other major cities. All right. So guys, we know you on a more deeper level, but the audience may not know you. Yeah. So just say your name what you do for a living, and how you got started with the podcast. Or you're gonna yeah, for sure. So my name is Rashad. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Yeah, uh, so we started Earn Your Leisure a few years ago. Um, so I'm a financial advisor by trade. And uh, Troy, um, at the time, was a teacher. 
public school system. So what happened was that he asked me to come into his classroom and teach a financial literacy class to his kids. And um, that was something that, you know, I wasn't really too enthusiastic about it. You know what I'm saying? To be honest <laughs> with you. nice. But, um, yeah, you know, we, we, we did it. And that's something, like, really um, took off. And we actually developed a, a summer program mm-hmm. where we was actually teaching kids in the classroom for over 10 years, financial literacy. Everything from credit to um, stocks to real estate. You know, stuff that they don't really teach you in school. Facts, yeah. So um, that led to me developing my own personal brand on social media mm. and that that started to um gain a lot of traction because the way i was approaching it was a lot different than any other but anybody else in that space at the time where it wasn't like i'm an expert on life insurance real estate da, da, da. i was talking about um finances but using sports and entertainment mm. to kind of make it more exciting and um that was something that was unique people really got um you know hooked on it and they started to gain a lot of traction and people kept asking you know if I have a podcast, if I have a podcast, and we didn't have a podcast, so I'm like, all right, it's time to start a podcast now. Mm, so, right. you know, I asked Troy if he wanted to be my partner, and he said, yeah. So he came up with the name, and the original tagline for Earn Your Leisure was the back plays behind sports and entertainment uh, mm. and business. But mm-hmm. that was like the first thing. Like, I don't think I even mentioned that before, but we originally wanted to go in and just really focus on sports and entertainment, mm. business, sports, entertainment. And the first couple of episodes was really just about sports and entertainment. But we quickly realized that there was so much more to offer and people was interested in a lot more than just sports and entertainment. So that turned into what it is now, which is a complete business and investing platform. We cover everything from crypto to stocks to real estate to all kinds of different entrepreneurs. We highlight entrepreneurs and now we have a network with different podcasts under the umbrella. So... Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the the, the five minute backstory yeah, on it's, it. It's kind of crazy because the program itself, we would have kids that are fourteen years old, right? They would they had aged out of camp, but they were too old, too young to work, mm-hmm. and so they would tell us their future aspirations. And then we go out in the community and find somebody in that field, and then they would intern and see, like, all right, this is something I want to do in the future. Or, uh, I kind of hate this. I don't want to do it. And that's kind of what Earn Your Leisure has become, really. Like mm-hmm. we go and we find people who are doing amazing things in a field that we had no idea about. And they get to share it with their world. And when they share it, we get to learn it, but we also get to apply it. And so that's the craziest part because now we're seeing things that we never thought we could make money in. People are having careers in, and changing their lives and their families' lives forever. That's dope. That's I feel right like now. you guys made finances and business cool. I, I appreciate that. I think, yeah. we, I think we definitely played a major part in that and uh, just being ourselves. You know what I mean? Like I feel like um, it's a lot harder to be somebody that you're not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in the finance space, they um they lead with lifestyle. Yeah. Meaning, like, you see them on private jets, Lamborghinis, um, going to, like, Turks and Kenko's and all of that. And that's mm-hmm. cool. But, um, you know, I just feel like more people can relate to somebody that's just talking, like, to how they talk, dress how they talk. Thanks. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily feel the need to put that energy out there to gain credibility. Mm. I feel like we gain credibility from actually just being authentic people speaking information and just, you know, giving a platform to other people. So to each his own, I'm not knocking anybody that does that, but I think that's what really separates us. If you really look, the vast majority and a lot of people, um, even still to this day, that's what they do, that they lead with lifestyle. Like they sell their services, they sell their credibility with how much money they have and they Mm. flash it. And um, to us, it's like, you know, that's one way to go about it, but um, it's more beneficial to provide information that people can actually benefit from and use. And, um, 
Yeah, and they look at us just like a regular people. So, you know, it's become kind of like a barbershop conversation mm. and something that's not intimidating and something that's not over their head, something that, you know, everybody can understand. Yeah, we kind of told people in, in order for us to, to inspire to be something, we have mm. to see it. And so once we start seeing people that look like us and it's kind of cool when we're showing up with Air Maxes and dunks on and J's <laughs> on and hoodies, mm. it's like, wait, we can do this too? Right. right. So it, it gives them the opportunity to say, like, all right, that's something now I can be, right? If I didn't play ball, if I wasn't a rapper, do I have value in my community? Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of people don't. It's like, hey, we can't, you, you study? Like, what, what is that? But we made it so cool that it's like, yo, I could be anything. Like, I just had a conversation the other day. Um, shout out to my man, MG, the mortgage guy. And they were like, you guys made having a mortgage cool. Like, how is a mortgage broker a star? But like, yo, it's a viable career and he's changing the lives of many people by getting their first home. Same thing with trucking. We lived in New York. Trucks pass us all the time. We never thought that that was a business that we can make money in. Mm. Shout out to our bro, Alex Good Energy. We, he makes it look like it's a cool thing. So right. what did we do? We got the information. We applied it. Now people want to talk to us about trucking. I'm like, all right, bet. We just got to keep doing that, though, you know? That's fire, yeah, man. Diversifying your income streams is so important, bro. Like having so multiple good. streams. Uh, okay, so uh, quick super chats right here, and and, uh, and oh. it's acting up. Um, I can't refresh it and uh, and see the past super chat. So you what, can't. Yeah. So okay. So that's fine. So yeah, we got uh, Jay. It's nice watching at a good time. Love from the UK. Thank you so it's much, man. It's early show, guys. Yes, yeah, early show for you guys. And then <laughs> face uh, facts at uh, ten bucks. Next time a woman brings up wage gap or inequality, <laughs> stay the facts. Last night. <laughs> yeah, the women are given sole or primary custody eighty three percent of the time. And a quick little thing for you guys. I DM'd the chick earlier and I said, yo, send your studies. You know what I'm saying? And she went on to say, oh, I'm not going to send the studies because it's not, I don't have time. Some BS like that. I was like, you were, so you were all adamant about arguing me about the wage gap myth. You don't want to send the studies now. <laughs> so time. it is what it is, bro. Now she don't got time. Okay. So, uh, okay. Bryce Robertson, five hours. We got in a big debate over the wage gap myth, but that's a whole other conversation. Y'all believe in the wage gap? Um, I haven't honestly really studied it enough, so okay. I don't want to speak something on that I'm not 100%. Smart man, smart man. <laughs> <laughs> the boy, the boy, that, that's the difference. That chick wanted to say, she wanted to talk on it, though, like she knew. I was like, oh, you want that Whoa. smoke? I'm going to hit you with the I facts. I don't like how you said that. Bryce Robertson, five dollars. The fact that there's only a couple hundred here is wild AF. Amen. You know, like I said, when it's girls, people are all over the place, man. Uh, but when it's, you know, talking about money, becoming successful is different. Uh, Ooga Booga, $10. The advice about money we get might be worth getting fired. LOL. Yeah, facts. And then... Uh, Buster uh, <laughs> 10 bucks. The face of that pink girl yesterday, she looks like she's ready to fight. Ha ha ha. You guys need to have the eye of the tiger sound effect for the heated Ooh. argument. Eye that's pretty tiger. That's, that's yeah. Isn't that copyright? Yeah, it is copyrighted for oh, sure. We can't, yeah, we can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't do that. And then man. Beats by AS3, five hours graduating from high school next week. Glad to be earning this at 18, learning this at 18, working on scaling my music production business and computer engineering college. Awesome, awesome dude. And then we got uh, Finesser, $20. Yeah. Hey, big ups, uh, Troy, Rashad, Janet, and Ian. Shout out all the earners and Red Panda snipers. Life changing gems. Love from the Canada six. and the building. Shout out to Canada. Salute, salute, salute. salute. Dangerous salute. voice, ten bucks. Hey. Sing what's up to my brothers with Chad and Troy. Greenberg, New York, stand hey, up. The yeah, the town. Yeah. What up? What up? We're out here. Josh Welch, five bucks. Ooga booga, ten bucks. What are the benefits <laughs> of buying crypto versus mining it? We'll talk about that a little bit here, probably. Uh, exact Landis, ten bucks. Shout out to Fresh and Fit, much love. Last night was a great show. The two ladies was being difficult. Were being difficult. You tried your hardest to show them the light. Hopefully, they seen the stats after show on equal pay. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, nah, man. They just wanted to argue, bro. And I put all the. By the way, I put all the studies I referenced that like the wage gap is a myth underneath the description box. If you guys want to check it out, but yeah, bro. Man, guys, what it is. you know what's happening here right now? What? We got the number one podcast in Miami and the number one podcast in New York. Yep. 
in the same building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's legendary, man. That's legendary. Monumentous moment. There you go, man. That is a fact. Zelan Ebo, 20 bucks. 10,000 tuning in for the hamstring womanist, but the real high value men are locked in here. Facts. Yeah. more? Yeah. That's love. All right. Data's voice, five bucks. Saying what's up, my brothers, Rashad and Troy. Sorry. Am I saying it right? Rush. But yeah, but you yeah, said yeah, 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 right. Greenberg, Greenberg, New York, stand, stand up. up. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Hey, man, you guys are getting crazy love. Okay, what is the best state for a person to be independent at? Okay, and we'll, that we that will be covered. Yeah. And then Richard, five dollars. She was a nuthead. She knew the truth, just like to argue and <laughs> guys, say yes. Let's focus on the guest today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no. They're mad. They're still mad over yesterday's show. I gotta watch this episode. That's a fact. I'm gonna watch it on the plane today. Yeah, I gotta check this out, man. Martin, did you actually find that chick you were debating with hot or attractive? I'll tell you this, bro. Nope. Yeah. So, so. Anyway, continue. Fifty pounds. Nope. All the hard work. I've been with you from day one. You're making us proud. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, Nick the Magnificent, 10 bucks. Uh, guys, uh, 10 and up for now. Uh, love these, these early shows. Let's get it. Thank, Thank you, brother. Man. Yeah, shout out to Thank you. Okay. Cool. So, Super fellas. Chat lit. <laughs> yeah. We want to know, right, what is the definition of success? Because I feel like you guys have made a stamp, especially as black creators. You know, you had success. You came from different backgrounds. What is your definition of success? Um, yeah, I think everybody's definition of success is different. But for me personally, mm. it's having the ability. It's a few different things. A, having the ability to do what you want mm. and live life on your terms. Mm. Not have to answer to anybody. Not have to worry about like, okay, if I'm doing this, am I going to be able to support myself? Like if I want to just go to Thailand for two weeks, I could just go to Thailand for two weeks. Mm. From a financial standpoint, that's a, a version of success. Another version of success is having healthy relationships. Like You know what I mean? Being able to, to, to help your your family and the people that you grew up with, your community, like that's the, the dopest part for me, you know, being able to actually, I, I'm in a position to help. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like what's the point of, of being able to provide for yourself if you can't provide for other people? So not only your immediate family, but you know, it's just, it's a blessing to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just dope. It's a dope feeling for me. Like I have a cousin that just came home from jail. He did 18 years in jail. And he was asking me, Damn. you know, if I knew if I can get him Nick tickets to anybody, I'm like, I'm gonna get you Nick tickets. Like that's easy. So I got him Nick tickets and that just made his whole day, like probably his whole year. So that just feels good for me. Like, you know what I mean? It feels good for me to do things for other people as opposed mm-hmm. to just doing stuff for myself. So that's success. And then, um, also, you know, being fit, this, you know, talking about fit, that's success. Being healthy. Nothing is more important than your health. Yeah, you can have true. all the money in the world, and um, if you're on your deathbed, it's not going to matter. Steve right. Jobs, man. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's how I kind of measure measure success, and that's something that you know it's an ongoing process. I don't think you ever really make it. Um, it's something that you can you know be successful, but you always are striving to become more successful or to maintain that level of success because the worst thing that you can do is mm-hmm. become successful and then become unsuccessful that's it i would assume that would be a bad feeling i don't even know if that's a bad feeling because i haven't done that yet but shout out to mc hammer yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna lie, you're right about health yeah. mike rishi was like bro you got dad bod yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, well, <laughs> yeah are you a dad no 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 i'm saying he, uh-huh. he was like i asked him yo uh you, mike what do think about my body type he was like Bro, you ain't getting a gym. You got that bod. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mike. Yeah, I, I think uh, he, he kind of nailed it. Uh, success to me is mm-hmm. the, the ability to have freedom. Mm-hmm. And not for just me, but the people around me. And so I, I've been on the 9 to 5 train mm-hmm. for a long teacher. time. Teacher. <laughs> yeah. How long were you a teacher, by the way? I was going to ask that. Uh, 15 years. Oh, man. Yeah, 15. He was one, too. Were you? <laughs> no. Uh, nah, uh, we'll talk about it off air. Yeah, 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 what yeah, I yeah. used to do. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 and, and, and getting the freedom is... is 
the the journey toward it is beautiful, right? So, like mm-hmm. I said, not just for me, but for my wife, for my children, to have the ability to choose to be what they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, especially coming from Caribbean backgrounds, you know, like there's the couple. Where things. you from? My parents are Jamaican. Barbados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> big yourself. Yeah, big up. <laughs> All right. So it was like you got to be these things and to have the ability for my kids to do anything and be able to support them and be there while they're going through those journeys, mm-hmm. it's priceless. That success and to me. Um, the ability to have impact is, is success to me, mm. right? A lot of people think about the things that they acquire and they equate that to success. And, and my vision is like that Tupac line, like the person who believes they can change the world and the person who doesn't are both right, right? That belief. Mm. And so like every time he spoke, it was something that could be impact, impactful. And so to have that ability, and we're seeing it now mm-hmm. um, with Earn Your Leaves and everything we're doing, when we meet people, especially here in Miami, when we, we walk out on the streets and like, you know, that episode changed my life. Like we hear that on a daily basis like that really is the fuel for us to keep going wow um so to have that level of impact and know that we just getting started like we two and a half years in so imagine in five years what we do imagine in 10 years like Facts. the level of impact so to me that's success right watching somebody get the information apply it and it changes their life and their world that's success well dang, said man dang, damn man. solid man stuff, solid bro. So, uh, guys, like the video, man. Please like the video, comment, (laughs) subscribe, because this kind of content, man, this is priceless stuff, guys. You know what I'm saying? And, guys, follow them on Instagram as well and also on YouTube. Earn Your Leisure is right there. Shout out to them. Um, Cool. So, we got some super chats here. Okay. Uh, We read that one. one. Uh, Okay, we got uh, our boy Kate Trift. Yep. 15 bucks. Just finished that (laughs) that after our stream from last night. (laughs) Man, that was difficult. Welcome to the show, guys. Looking to learn something here. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, dude. You will. Uh, DeAndre Campbell, 20 bucks. Shout out EYL on your leisure. You guys put me down on a financial rabbit hole. Now I'm close to retiring my OG. Nice. Wow. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. You guys accelerated my mental awareness. Excellent, man. Excellent, go, man. bro. That's great. That's what we just said. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. Uh, David H, 10 bucks. I just had my hand surgery with two months off. I've been waiting for this time to binge watch uh, EYL and FNF. Shout out to Wall Street Trapper. Changed my mindset. Cool. Bro. All right, and guys, please get the likes up, man. We don't want to set the, we don't have to stop the show for likes, guys. Just help us an algorithm because yesterday's show, <laughs> yeah, definitely is gonna get us in trouble, probably. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like the video, push the algorithm so other people can see us debunk a bunch of myths. But uh, all right, go ahead, Frost. Cool. Got next one. So next question. So guys, what are you? I would say three things that somebody should invest in right now uh, in these times that you recommend. Yeah, for sure. Um, Crypto stocks and real estate, I think, um, are mm-hmm. something that it would be good investments. Mm-hmm. So crypto, um, I think, is is the future. I don't want to say the future is right now, mm-hmm. but um, I think it will only grow in the future. In the next five years, we're expecting to see you know substantial growth in the crypto market. I so agree. Cryptocurrency is something I think definitely people should should look into. Mm-hmm. Um, stocks, of course, been here for forever. We'll be here forever. Yeah. Um, we're very, you know, heavily invested in the stock market. Mm-hmm. And, of course, real estate. You know, can't yeah. go wrong with real estate. I mean, you can go wrong with any investment, so I'm not going to say that. Do your, do your research and do your due diligence. But mm-hmm. land's not going anywhere. Homes aren't going anywhere. People are always going to need places to live. Yep. Um, so this is something that, you know, is going to be here forever. So if you buy good properties in good areas, um, that is something that will have a substantial um, impact on your wealth over the course of time, right. because not only does the property um, appreciate with value, but you also get positive cash flow as well. So, bang bang, yeah, that would be my thing: crypt stocks and real estate. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna add a fourth, and I would say okay. yourself, invest mm, in yourself, yep. right? Number, yep. First thing, right? Because if you don't, then you don't have the education to do all those things. Those three. Mm-hmm. So, invest in yourself. Read, listen to podcasts, buy courses, 
in, invest in your education, right? Like, especially, and we'll talk about the education piece, but like we said, there's a lot of things that aren't taught in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. So obviously school, the learning doesn't stop when you leave those four walls of the school building. And so you got to educate yourself, right? You won't be successful in those three if you don't do the first part. So that's number four. We're going to change the question to four things. Damn, Science. that's fire, man. <laughs> yeah. the, the education system, uh, from, at least, I, I, obviously I can only speak from when I was in school, you know, but it just makes you a better consumer. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily right. teach you about financial literacy and everything else like that. Because um, I'm in crypto and real estate as well. I'm not going to lie. I don't know much about stocks. When people ask me about stocks, I'm like, listen, talk to someone that, that knows about <laughs> it. A professional. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, but, you know, I'm fortunate that I, I got into the real estate game. Actually, right before the show, guys, I actually signed a power of attorney so that uh, for a property in Connecticut, so my dad could sign for me. And we're going to close on the third property this year. Nice. And, Congrats, uh, you man. know, thank you very much. Congratulations. And, uh, but, like, you know, I, and then I'm in crypto too, but I don't like, Make consider myself a subject matter expert with crypto. You know, I hold the the basic stuff, Ethereum and crypt and uh, BTC, because obviously I think those are going to appreciate the, the most. That's, that's the best two ones. That's the have. basics, you yeah, know. Yeah. Right spot. So, um, but you know, obviously, just like they said, invest in yourself, learn. You know what I mean? Because there's like little tricks and trades here where, like, if you know what you're doing, you know, you can make a quick come up. You know, just off of knowledge that other people don't have. Knowledge really is power. So, I agree a thousand percent. Well said. Two shots. Oh, cool. okay. Yeah, Abdul, yeah. eight, ten bucks. We need more collapse like this. Respect. Thank, <laughs> Thank you very brother. much, man. Right, Mari. Oh, man. you want to read that one? There you have oh, it. Oh, man. There was a chick from yesterday that was arguing. Oh, <laughs> they hey. took her face and they put it on the channel. Yeah, they put her face. You know, yeah, crazy, bro. Okay. Oh, my That's goodness. Crazy. Shut up. I don't have time to do research. I'm always right, especially against men. Yo, oh, y'all, my y'all goodness, hilarious, bro. bro. Hilarious. Yo. Jeez, oh, man. They be, they be roasting a lot of the chicks that come on here, man. She's locked in. Shout out to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. She's locked in. She's a meme now. Yeah, as a troll, man. So, <laughs> so. Uh, we're big avid uh, real estate investors here on, on this channel yeah. and uh, we all preach to guys hey get into real estate when you can you've mm-hmm. got some money saved up extra money there invest there what are your thoughts when it comes to wealth building how important is it for real estate I feel like a lot of millionaires have invested in real estate and helped them I think it's know. made the most millionaires of any other yeah. endeavor correct if I'm not mistaken Bitcoin has made the most recently, recently. Uh, uh, but over time but over time yeah real estate is extremely important I think one thing that could be a little misleading about real estate everybody says like yeah it does make a lot of millionaires but um most of those people got money from business and then invested it into real yes, estate. Yes, yes, That's yes. something that's very key. A lot of people was trying to be like, all right, I want to get in real estate, but they don't have like two nickels to rub together. Yeah. And then they get frustrated because it's like, you know, it's kind of <clears throat> difficult to invest with no money. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so that's one thing that we're real big on is like starting businesses and then using that income from that those businesses to invest. Yeah. And whether it's investing in stocks or investing in real estate, um, because yeah, other than that, I mean, just to try to buy real estate and do that as your own sole source of income can yeah. be kind of frustrating because it's like if you have $5,000 to your name, it's going to be kind of difficult, you know, to get a property if you live in New York. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, very true. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a key component, um, something that, like you said, the vast majority of millionaires um, own at least their home um, and own probably other properties as well. And it's something that, it, you probably not gonna get rich like overnight with mm-hmm. real estate, but it's a it's a long term play, and you know you might get a thousand dollars a month, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, ten thousand. It adds up. No different from digital. We say like digital real estate, like now online space. Like if you got a YouTube channel, right? Like you might not gonna make a hundred thousand dollars a month on your YouTube channel right away, but you might start with five hundred a month, a thousand, two thousand, and you keep building up that digital real estate. Before you know it, you got you know fifty thousand dollars a month coming in passively. Yeah. Um, and you can do a lot of things with that. So, right. you know, looking at it from that standpoint, I think it's the same thing. It's like, you know, just build, 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 keep learning. Um, we're more on the buy of hold 
situation. Mm. Like, you know, you can flip property, but um, that's more like short-term game yeah. where the buy and hold is something like, okay, you're going to have that for as long as you want it. You can have it forever. You can pass it down to your children. You can, you know, do whatever you want. With Legacy. It. Yeah. yeah. I so. agree with you 100%. Yeah. Uh, a qu- question. Uh, when, when it comes to real estate investing, are you guys more with uh, the the you like to hold do you go with like um, single family homes more doors duplexes yeah. triplexes apartment complexes multifamily yeah. shout, shout out to our boy MG the mortgage guy he's um so we have like uh every we have like a group of friends and everybody has like different strengths mm. and everybody kind of like leads different departments that we're in because we pretty much do it well everything that we do we do as a group oh. we, don't, we don't we don't really do anything individually Okay. So real estate, our goal this year is to um, by the end of the year have a hundred doors. Yeah. So for doors, for anybody that's not familiar, that's um, like if you have a multifamily home and it has like three units in it, that's three doors. Right. So he's been spearheading that for us. We just got. I actually think he just closed on a property this week for us in Cleveland. Cleveland yep. And oh, his nice. thing is he's only really looking at multifamily homes. Right. Um. So not to say that one family homes are bad, but. You you have more leverage with multifamilies, um, so you know it's just common math. Like if you have a, a building that has four doors, four apartments on it, um, you have a lot more leverage and you have more cash flow than if you just have a house with, with just one person living there. And it leaves you a lot more room for wiggle room. So like if one tenant moves out or if you have an issue with a tenant that's not paying, you still have three other tenants that's paying. Yep. So it, you can scale a lot faster with multifamily. So yeah, the bigger the better. We actually looking at you know. This year, God willing, having like a building, yeah, like you know, mm. 20, 40, 50, yeah, 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 yeah unit. Can building. you, uh, for just for the audience that might not know, can you tell them what leverage is and cash flow? Just define it real quick. Some people here aren't uh, real estate investors, they might not know. You talk about that? You guys, yeah, so just cash, define it for them real quick. So, cash flow is the money that's coming in. So, if I own a property and, like you said, there's four doors, the people that are paying rent, that is the cash flow, right? I, I own the building, I have to pay a mortgage. Rather than me coming out of my pocket paying for the mortgage, the people that are living there in the asset are now paying for it. And a lot of times you can use that as, as your leverage, right? Because you're not paying for the asset itself. The people living inside are doing that. Yeah. While you are still ra- hopefully raising capital. And once you've raised enough capital, you do the next property. And now you have another four unit. And now you have eight people paying for two properties. And you don't have to come out of your pocket for anything. So that's the power of leverage mm-hmm. and cash flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, I, and back to the the hundred uh, door thing. Like that was one of our goals. Like we challenged everybody. We were actually talking about diversification, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people say like let's do real estate, or some people say let's do stocks. And our thing was like let's do both. Yeah, let's get a thousand doors. Let's get a hundred doors. Let's get a thousand shares of a company. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because like when you said real estate, if you look at the wealthiest people in the world right now, right out of the top ten, most of them came from the stock market, right? So it even whether it's Elon Musk or Bill Gates or Warren Buffett or the Walton family, they own all shares in their companies, yep. right? Which allowed them to get other assets like real estate. Exactly. So, like, we preach diversification. Yeah. Because, like you said, multiple streams of income is the goal. Exactly. And he, but even with that, there's a play within a play. So, it's like, all right, we had, we had things like most millionaires are made by real estate, right? The wealthiest people in the world made their money by stock. Like even Elon Musk, he became, I don't know if he's the wealthiest person now because nah, Tesla stock, but he made like a couple hundred billion dollars last year because Tesla stock. So most mm-hmm. of his wealth, 90% of his wealth is tied up in Tesla stock, right? So you can say, theoretically, he made his money through the stock market, but not really. He made his money through business. He, op- he opened a business, and then he took the business 
public, mm-hmm. and now he has billions through the stock market, but that's all tied to the business. And now when they buy real estate, so it's all kind of like coming back to business. That's why I said before, like, yeah. you know, I think business is a key component. Of course. Being an entrepreneur is a key component because now you have cash flow that comes in, right? And you can do different things. Like I said, even taking your, your company public. So yeah, most of the, their wealth is tied to stock and they've made that money in stock, but they wouldn't have that stock if they didn't have the business. Bam. Yeah, I think the problem is people try to invest before they have money. Um, from business, <laughs> and then that was me. Like I, I, I worked a nine to five job, had a little money set up. I put it all into property, right? I jumped the gun, but when shit went wrong, I didn't have any savings to like cover that. So I find that most people they say, "Hey, go into real estate," and we go do it, but we're not. Oh shit! Now we gotta fix uh, leaks, we gotta fix plumbing, yeah. all that stuff. And it's like, yo, have money saved up from business, use that money that's extra, and then put it to assets because yeah. at that point it doesn't hurt you. If anything goes wrong, that would be called over leverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. That's a fact. All right. So, uh, next question: What's one? Of, what's one of the most inspiring interviews you did on your podcast? And I watched the one personally with the kid, uh, the fourteen-year-old kid that retired his mom, Spurgo. Uh, Spurgo. Yeah, Spurgo. Spurgo. So that's one of my favorite ones. But which one is, is one of yours from the from your podcast? Yeah, that's definitely a great one. Um, it's been a few, but uh, of course, um, I brought Wall Street Trapper. He's become a celebrity of sorts, and uh, we kind of gave him his first big break when he came on our podcast, and he's been you know flying to the moon ever since but his story is really dope you know coming from louisiana he got locked up when he was 16 years old um for attempt murder and uh did 10 years in jail damn um and you know taught himself the stock market how to invest while he was incarcerated and came out and um started like working he was a, a laborer like he helped build the um mercedes-benz stadium in atlanta mm-hmm. and like you know like he's working long shifts and then like he's like educating himself while he's off and it's like a real movie um and now you know he's a household name if you're in that in that space he's dope so yeah so that's definitely a a very inspirational motivational story for me that uh yeah i think a lot of people uh related to his story yeah Mm. i got i got two and I'll be selfish with one of them. But the first one, the, the first episodes that changed the trajectory of our podcast was with our brother, uh, Derek Falcon. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a restaurant tour out in B- Baltimore um, and just came and spit games at a different level. Like we, it completely blew any expectation that we had. We had at that time, we were still writing notes and we were coming up with ideas. And he came and gave the blueprint of his business and how he's doing it and how he only opens his restaurant on Friday, Saturday, Sunday and how it's profitable. And he talked about mixed use properties and how that's beneficial in the rest, restaurant game and how you use the leverage of the location he's at to help the town pay for things, or the city to pay for things. And I was just blown away by it. It was completely like, what just happened here? Shocking. Shocking. And it was like, it kind of changed the way we did interviews going forward. If you if you go from like one to probably like uh, 10, you'll see mo- the first like seven is me and Shadi, and we're talking like sport, the business behind sports entertainment. And then that interview changed everything wow and then i'll say one of the most important ones and it, it's kind of crazy because about a year since we dropped it um it was the we, we spoke about police br- brutality and the business of it mm-hmm. um because the joy floyd situation had just happened uh and his birthday was like two days ago two days, right? ago, two yeah. days ago um so it just made me think of that Rest and I, re- I remember we were going to put a different episode out and we kind of had this call at midnight and we were like we we, we got to do something so he was like yeah, we, we got to do something I, I think i got an angle we can actually teach make this a learning lesson and um i remember doing it and just saying like i felt proud about it like this is probably one of the most important interviews we've done mm-hmm. and it was just me and him so that was like the essence of the podcast right because most people from the beginning know that it was just me and him and um shooting them and um that episode was, was so powerful because it, it was so appropriate for that time so that's probably the most important 
Um, and then most influential was Derek Falcon. Yeah, because uh, even us, man, like uh, we do interviews as well. But we started just me and him doing uh, talking about dating and like finance and lifestyle. And for us, every now and then we have to go back to that because that's what we you know started from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that's important. And the people like that, you know, like when you go back to the original stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this because you brought up something about the restaurant industry. And that's something that I've always kind of been curious about uh, as far as like how it's run. Is it expensive overhead, paying employees? Because I feel like that's very tough and competitive. You know what I mean? Is it? Is it like? Uh, can you guys shed some light a little bit on the restaurant industry game? I'm sure you guys have probably interviewed a bunch of entrepreneurs that do yeah, that. Yeah, we re- we interviewed a few entrepreneurs in the restaurant space. Is one of the hardest businesses to maintain, especially yeah, obviously mm-hmm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. But we've interviewed a few um, entrepreneurs that uh, put unique spins on it. So. Okay. Uh, one, as he said, Derek Falcon in Baltimore, his his thing is mixed-use properties. So a mixed-use property is like, they're real popular in the Northeast. I don't know if you have them down here, but you might, like if in Brooklyn, you might see a brownstone with like a, a restaurant on the bottom and then like three units of people live at, up top. Oh, yeah, very common. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really good because it's like, all right, if you own, so his thing is he wants to own the whole building, right? Mm-hmm. Going back to the real estate play. So it's like he owns the whole building. He has his restaurant downstairs, but he rents out the three units upstairs. So the three units upstairs really subsidize the cost of having the restaurant. So now he's, uh, most restaurants really fail because, you know, the cash flow is up and down. Like, you know, it's like you might have a great, night and then you might have a slow 10 days and then you might have you know if you're not like high demand all the time mm. so now but you still have cost and that's really what is any business right that's the main thing that really you know sinks businesses is that your costs stay the same but your your income fluctuates so like if you got employees you still got to pay your employees you still got to pay your light bill you still got to pay cable you still got to pay the chef you still got to pay all of these people but you might not have any money that's coming in to pay them. So now with the mixed use property, it takes a lot of financial stress off of him. And that's a model that, that has worked for him. Um, and another entrepreneur out of, um, out of Baltimore, shout out, <laughs> shout out to my man, Nacho Banger. He's, he, his thing is, um, ghost kitchens. You ever heard of ghost kitchens? No. What is that? So ghost yeah. kitchens have become real popular. Um, especially during the pandemic, especially, um, up north, like in cities like New York, Boston, things of that nature, where so for Uber Eats, DoorDash, things oh. of these nature, um, you don't that food doesn't necessarily have to come from a restaurant. Oh, so like you can rent, like let's say you rent an industrial kitchen, right? Um, and they come, they do inspections and all of that, but you can open a restaurant out of a kitchen. Like it's not a restaurant though, <laughs> but you make a menu. You got a website and all that, so you can have a Chinese. So the, the restaurant is like this. Like this is a restaurant, right? Yeah. You cook it and you you label it. You yep. put the menu out and you don't. Because you think about it, you order from Uber Eats, you don't know where you're ordering from unless you know the restaurant. Yeah, that's true. yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? About that, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's crazy. And then you can have multiple restaurants in one kitchen. Exactly. So out of one kitchen, you can have a Jamaican restaurant, you can have an Italian restaurant, and you can have a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, what? and DoorDash is just coming to pick up. Yeah. Right? So like you put your, okay. you put all the food, like it's, it's like food porn, right? You, yeah. put your, you get your Instagram page, you show your meals, mm-hmm. people are looking at it, it's lunchtime, oh, wait, you saw that thing? DoorDash is just coming, picking up, picking and, and up, picking you, up. And basically, like, do you have multiple restaurants, like, LLC'd under the same address, basically? Like, like yeah. I, got, I got a Jamaican spot in here. I got a Chinese spot in here. I got an Italian spot in here. All under the same address, but different LLCs, different restaurants within it. And then I guess you can create, I guess, maybe a restaurant profile in Uber Eats or DoorDash, whatever it is. Yeah. All off the same location, off of one chef or whoever's preparing yeah. the food. Yeah. Yep. You put you put them each on. Like wow. so, So somebody's searching for Chinese food. 
that one will come up. But I, but most of the time, you probably wouldn't link the two because even if it has the same address, yeah. if you're searching for Chinese food and you're searching for Jamaican food, that's very different. Yeah. Right. So you're not going to search like you're either looking for Jamaican food or you're looking for Chinese food. You look, you look at the menu, it has a nice picture, some pictures of food. Let's do it. <laughs> the key is, especially when, if somebody's going to do it, is to not oversaturate it. Get six mm. items that you're going to sell. That's the key. Okay. Six items. Keeping the menu like not not too Very much. Six okay. items. Concise. Because again, if you start getting all these exotic meals, now the, the preparation for to make that takes, oh, takes yep. time. Yep. Right? So you want to make it six items that you know you can make, put them out, get it going. And not nice. to mention, they've done studies where like if you give a customer too many too options, they actually don't buy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. it, sometimes less is more. We talk about this in dating too Instagram. where you tell the girl <laughs> on the date, we're going to do this. You don't like really leave it up to option because, you know, th- that's a whole bunch of attraction One, one, stuff. Th- one yeah. thing I learned but, early yeah. on in sales, you give them three. We was taught to have three different options. Mm. And you visually show people and you use colors. So the lowest option is red. Um, the middle option is green. And the the third option is blue. blue. The middle option is the one which you the, the first option is the one you don't want them to do, which is red. Gotcha. The blue is the one that you really want them to do, which is green, because that's the color of go. Blue is a safe color. Um, blue is the one that it would be great if they did do that, but you're not really expecting them to do that. Okay. Mm. So psychologically, nobody wants to do the lowest anything, right? Like if you show somebody, nobody wants to be the lowest of anything in life. Um, they might not necessarily want to be the highest. But they're comfortable in the middle. Yeah. But you already mm-hmm. position them in the middle because that's where you wanted them to be anyway. Right. Good. Excellent. That's, yeah. that's smart, man. Yeah. The no, color. I like that, man. Less options makes it better, and then they could easier for them to pick because, like, you know, the paradox of choice. Right? Yeah, oh, man. Okay. So uh, what was it? Uh, fresh. Okay. I sent it two chats by the way on your phone. So okay. Check it out. Uh, cool. Mr. Joshua, ten hours last night's stream was crazy. Thank you. You guys were awesome. Between Miss, I'm a rock star, not a wife, and Pink, too much as Ks says. This is what men have to pick from. They're supposed to be help meets. Hey, man, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, man. You guys know Kevin Samuels, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kevin. Uh, Malcolm Fields. Been uh, yeah. What's up? He's been here. Yeah, he's yeah. front of ours. Yeah, he's been here a couple times. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's called into the show, too, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Samuels, guys. We'll subscribe to his channel. Help him hit a million. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Fields, 1499. Bitter watcher and subscriber for a minute now. Day shows are fire. All this information for free to level up. Keep doing your thing, guys. Help me more than you can know. Thank guys, you so much, Malcolm. Guys, this is free, but imagine what you learn behind the paywall. Facts. They, you guys have a program, right? Uh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called real quick? Just tell them real quick. It's called e- EYL University. Yeah. And that's an online um, service where, yeah, you um, we have weekly classes, over 100 webinars. We have group um, group calls, real estate, finance, crypto, all of that stuff. So. Damn, yeah. you guys have thousands of success uh, successful people that work underneath, uh, well, learn from you guys. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah like, sure. like almost nine thousand yeah. earners in there. So, yeah, I see somebody ask where can they learn crypto. That would be a great place. We have an, an entire club dedicated to that with some people who are really, really in, in depth of knowledge in the space. So yeah. there you go. It's a good spot. Awesome. Um, J Flow picks. picks. Shout out to J Flow. Oh, you know J Flow? Yeah, he did. He did um, videography videography for us when we interviewed Rick Ross down here. Yeah, that's oh our, nice. That's, that's our photographer. That's our boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he's he the one that did the B roll and lost stuff for us here in the studio. Yeah, he's done yeah. a bunch of work for us too, man. Shout, shout out to J Flow, man. One of the best uh, videographers it's in funny. Miami. He just texted <laughs> this nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he always does a video, right? He texts me like, "My bad, bro. I've been busy." I'm like, "Bro, yeah. that's what you super chat." Yeah, yeah. Bro. two of the best podcasts out there getting <laughs> together. Glad I was. Uh, cr- I was creating visuals for you guys at the recession event with uh, Rick Ross. Thank you so much. And then uh, Kevin Claros, uh, 10 hours. Hey, Myron, wondering if there any link to the studies you own these bimbos with? LOL. Read read the book Hard Times Create Strong Men by Stefan 
Aranio. Keep up the hard work. Uh, keep up the hard work. Yeah, bro. If you go back to that video, I put all the links right underneath it with a link tree and with all the studies that show that the wage gap is a myth between men and women. Uh, okay. K-Thrift. K-Thrift. Question for uh, Earn Your Leisure. How much of your income should I use to invest after debt to income ratio has been taken care of? I know investing all income isn't the smartest move because there are bad days, TIA. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, me personally, it's a matter of having savings that you don't touch at all. So I like to have, you know, at least six months savings. Me personally, I have I have 12 months of savings just in like an online savings account where I don't even look at that. That doesn't even exist to me. That's like, you know, right. hopefully in life I never have to touch that money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if anything happens and that's something that's there. there. Right. Now, after that, now, you know, I try to invest almost 80% of my income, like anything over and above the money that I'm spending on, on like my bare necessities mm-hmm. that I need to have, uh, I'm investing the majority of my income these days or I'm just saving it, waiting to invest it. Mm. Mm. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's about your allocation. So like you said, like that's his mind is, um, so whatever we, if it's 100% income, right, I'm putting 60%. I don't, 80 is a lot, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's you know, a, we, yeah, we do it aggressive, aggressive. Yeah, he's aggressive. Yeah, so I do about 60, and then that other 40, I break down into um, my kids' accounts. I don't even count my 60% investment. That's just mine. Mm-hmm. But I have a, a 20% that goes to my kids' account. I got oh, two okay. kids, and so they each get a percentage of that. Okay. And awesome. then that last 20%, it goes to, like, my monthly expenses mm-hmm. and whatever's left. Well, you just said you invest in 80%, then. If you put in 60% yeah, well, I'm saying investment. for me, for me, personally, they're my kids. But it's still investing. I know. But I'm just saying for me, on a personal level, <laughs> bro, relax. Yeah. 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 I'm, not, I'm not looking at it like that. So then, yeah. and the last part is uh, to, to the missus. So, like, okay. I, I, I okay. just started her investment account, too. And now I'm letting her run it. So, mm. okay. pretty dope. Awesome. Gotcha. Awesome. Family unit. Uh, Pack TV. TV. 10 bucks. That episode about police brutality bounds was amazing. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Troy. Um... Rashad and Rashad Ian. Rashad and Ian. I bro, Ernie. I got a homeboy named Rashid, right? Even though I know your name's Rashad. Rashad. You have Mike, you have Mike here. Mike yes, Rashid. Yeah, because we have Mike yeah. Rashid here. You put eight hours in. Yeah, he put the time in. 850 Last Crypto is where it's at. Uh, Earn Your Leisure is the movement. Shout out Fresh and Fit. Thank you so much, Thank man. You, man. Appreciate it, bro. Too, bro. Oh, I got two more. And then we got two more. I got Mike Sinatra, oh. 10 bucks. Who do y'all guys recommend for learning crypto trading? I've recently inherited a lot of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Need to know my next move. Yeah, heritage. So, so, yeah, so get on, get on their platform. UIL. Yeah, get, yeah, they they got he they have a community where they teach it. You yep. know, you, you guys have some crypto uh, experts in there that basically yeah. watch the markets and everything. And I'll tell you guys this, bro. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to like just get someone that knows what they're doing Bruh. and just pay them for their knowledge <laughs> and then let them kind of like tell you what to do, bro. Like bro. I ain't gonna lie to you guys. I'm not like big into crypto like that. I just had a my boy Charlie from Cultivated Crypto. I got with him. What should I buy? Ethereum and, and uh, BTC. Cool. And I bought in last year, and I've like you know 10x my money pretty much because I got in early, thankfully. Because yep. I spoke to someone that saw the trends, and I and I took a chance and I went in with like you know amount of, an amount of money that I was comfortable with like losing. That's you key. Know? That's yep. key. So yeah, because yeah, uh, honestly, you have your strengths and weaknesses, and yeah. play your strengths. Don't try to learn everything yeah, because facts. you can't. Talk uh, to the experts, man. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we have an investment show, too. So outside of Earn Your Leisure, we, and I see people uh, saying shout out to Ian. We have an investment show on Mondays, Market Mondays. Mm, but we cool. talk about all those things. Like crypto is a topic we always talk about because everybody wants to know it's, it's very in right now. And Facts. people are looking at it like it's a, a wave that they can actually make uh, some substantial money. So we always talk about it. And yeah. what's the website uh, name again? Our website? website? Yeah. EarnYourLeisure.com. EarnYourLeisure.com. Okay. We got Vishu uh, Campbell, 10 bucks. Incoming inflation. Volatile crypto, Ooh. real estate is so high. What can I do with my cash? Have upwards of 20K just sitting in an emergency fund um, is also set. What should I do? Yeah, it's nothing wrong with just sitting on the sidelines um, until, you, until you're until comfortable. The worst thing you can do is just 
put money somewhere because you feel like FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Mm. That's when you just buy Dogecoin at, at 70 cents. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Doges <laughs> uh, yeah. are coming for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, buy that, you buy it thinking, like, I'm about to make mad money. The next thing you I know, got a real Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. My dog hero. Yeah, he got his Yo, dog. By the way, the first one episode on Dog Game. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. That's a dire wolf, man. <laughs> that's a Dogecoin, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, man. Nah, but, nah, but yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with just sitting on sitting on money yeah. until until you feel like you know you're comfortable. And, you know, I can't really tell you like exactly when is a good time because everybody's situation is different. Very true. But um, you're looking at it and you're like, all right, now I feel comfortable buying a home, or now I feel comfortable investing in the stock market, now I feel comfortable investing in crypto. But yeah, never feel pressured to do anything. Like even right now, I'm not really doing too much. I'm just sitting on money right now, waiting. just kind of waiting right now. Yeah, that's that's a smart game. So real quick, guys, how do you turn? credit into finish it cash cash there you go yeah so you did an interview right it went viral that was on instagram all over the place um with um him 500 there you go shout out so, to my boy him 500 y'all need y'all need him on here dangerous he's dangerous yeah so just tell us a little bit about how that podcast went you enjoy it what you learn from it yeah um shout out to him 500 man and shout out to credit dude also they they both came on our podcast to talk about credit mm. and um yeah, it's so many different hacks that um, you know you can use. Even stuff that I learned, you know, one thing that I I learned early on um, that I didn't really even know, um, but I, I learned this. But even before I met them, was that you know you do like um, balance transfers. Mm-hmm. You familiar with that? Yeah. So like, if you have a credit card and it's like eighteen percent interest rate you or twenty two percent different card. Yeah, Chase. Like, let's say you have Bank of America. Um, Chase will give you um, a, a credit card. For a balance transfer, and it'll be eighteen months free. So zero percent, zero percent, yeah, zero percent for eighteen months. Um, so most people know that you can you can transfer that balance onto the new credit card, and the benefit obviously is that you go eighteen months without having to you know pay interest. Mm. But after that eighteen months, the interest skyrockets, so you got to pay that off before the eighteen months. But be mindful. I say I have to say another thing that you can actually do most of the time is actually take money from that. Mm-hmm. So like if the if the limit, let's say, is like. $10,000 like you can take the 10000 and put it in your bank account and you have an interest free it's like an interest free loan I did this in 2017 with crypto mm. like, I brought crypto off a of credit um, I did that because you used to be able to buy crypto with credit cards mm-hmm. yeah and then they stopped letting you buy with credit cards and I realized that that was a way you can actually strip credit cards of money and um, I looked at it like it was a free loan for 18 months sometimes you can get like 20 months now i'm not saying anybody should do that because you know it's probably not the most responsible thing that was a couple of years ago i wouldn't do that now but <laughs> but, <laughs> but you that's can. just a hack that you, you know what i'm saying do i don't it. think even most people are even aware of that um you can use a credit card to really get an interest-free loan and you can do it with multiple credit cards Thanks. um you get interest-free loan for 18 months 20 months 15 months that's a long time yep right yeah, because hey, this guy over here is a credit monster. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I talk about all the time about like, you know, finessing credit cards and, you know, using basically because if, if like what you were saying, you just got to pay a transaction fee and you could pull that money out cash and you can use that a, as a down payment, you know, to get into a property. And you're basically using other people's money to, to get yourself an asset. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the biggest thing is that people use <laughs> credit cards. And I love your shirt, you know, assets over liabilities. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use credit cards to buy liabilities, you know, mm-hmm. versus like using it to buy assets. So if you're able to leverage it correctly and that you do me. it right, that 18 yeah. months, that was me. you could take that 18 months and, and like use it to like uh, save up that money and pay it back. And then bam, you you have an asset to your name, yep. you know, when you didn't have cash on hand. 
that's why I think it's so important to have good credit, man. But it's like something that, like you guys said before, it's not taught. You know, like financial literacy isn't taught like that. School typically teaches you to become a better consumer, yep. to accrue debt and all this other stuff when it's like, nah, you don't want to. I mean, there's ways to have debt and finesse it, but, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but yeah. now nah, I agree with you 100%. I think that's like a fantastic way to, like, you know, uh, get assets through credit. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Sure. The, the two most important things, especially when you leave that high school phase, is like, What's your social security number and what's your credit score? <laughs> no facts. That's it. No facts. Like straight no, up, when you, when you step on campus, like that's gonna and those things will hit you right in the face. Yeah. Right, because they just want to know where can they send the bill, and the credit card company is looking like, all right, I know you have no money. Here's the highest interest rate. Here's two hundred dollars. Don't use it. Yeah. The mm-hmm. first thing we're gonna do is use it. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why I said these are these episodes and these topics are so important to talk about. Even like the reward system. When when he talked about using business credit, I thought that was like I'm like, oh, that's genius. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's using he's everything he's purchasing is in his business credit. He gets reward points for it. He used those reward points as cash. Yo, have that's you, what I do too. Have you, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, Myron Gates. Yeah. Have you ever in your life used a debit card before? I've never seen that shit, bro. Nah, very rarely. I, I, I fight to use a credit card for everything that I do, and I got a couple credit cards. I got a, I got two travel ones, and I got one that's a business cash. Uh, I use the Amex Blue Cash. There's a little trick for you guys, uh, <laughs> and because you you get two percent cash back on it, you know, and that, that's a that's a good amount for like a business card. So I charge everything to that, and it's free money, man. When you when you do it, like uh, you know, if you do it, like for me, I made a couple thousand last year just by using that card alone. You're gonna spend money anyway, and then yeah, you're spending it anyway on business expenses. So yeah, that's know. that's what um him five hundred said to us. He was like, if you're in an alley um, and you had uh, somebody robbed you, would you rather um, have them take your money or the bank's money? Mm. And he was like, that's like the debit card versus the credit card situation. Facts. Like, you know, the credit, the debit card is your money. The credit card is the bank's money. Mm-hmm. And um, outside of that, but the reward points, that's what yeah. he's real big on, too. Like reward points. He talks yeah. about like, you know, he has um, like oh, he always goes shopping for these designer clothes like Fendi, Gucci, Louis and all that. But he's like, he's not buying those clothes with his money. He spends one hundred thousand dollars a month in ads on um, Facebook. And oh. now that's giving him reward points. So, you know, he gets like $7,000 reward points. Yeah. 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 Well, if the ads generate money from people subscribing to his program. Bam. Bam. So it pays yeah. for itself, man. That's probably, like, what, yeah. that's probably what Batman Kevo does. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy, bro. Like, if you got good credit, how you can, like, leverage it to, like, do other things. You know what I'm saying? And the hard part is, like, I guess getting the credit and then, like, you know, using it wisely. Because so many people use credit to, like, buy dumb stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but nah. Yo, it's real quick. Uh, how how was the show with Rick Ross, man? Because that's how you guys were in Miami doing that show. How was that, man? Meeting the legend Rick Ross. Yeah, that was incredible. <gasps> uh, that was. I mean, <laughs> there, there's certain people before we started that we wrote down on a piece of paper. Like these are the people we need to have on. And at this point, it was we didn't even have a podcast yet. We were just these are people we would love to get. And he was mm-hmm. definitely on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're hip hop kids. Like we, we we love hip hop music. We grew up on it. And he's a, a fixture in it. And he and he talks about business and finance all the time. If you listen. I mean, yeah. most people are like, oh, this is a good beat. Now, like, he's really saying some things, and he's one of those guys that is just influential, especially in our lives. So to actually get sit there and talk to him about business, mm-hmm. um, it was incredible, man. And then to the, the, the top it off, mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted to take a picture with him at the front of the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, and, how old are you guys real quick? Just I'm 37. I'm 39. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm 31. So, yeah, yeah we kind of yeah, grew up in the same era with the with the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh We're like the, the you know, hip-hop. Because, like, I remember when Rick Ross came out back in, like, I think, like, 07, 08. Yeah. So I, I remember, uh, like, you know, that uh, era of hip-hop, too, yeah. I know. Shout out to Rose, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 Then he, so. he, he uh, ended up performing. And then it was like, oh. oh, this is the moment we've waited for our whole lives. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. fire. Yeah, so we got to do a, a quick verse with him. That was, that, I mean, oh, nothing, I don't think anything's going to top that. Yeah, that's shout, dope. Shout out to Rose, man. Yeah. 
Okay, super uh, chats. Yeah, no. cool. yeah, we can hit some super chats no, real we, quick. We get good. We good? Okay, oh, cool. We good? Okay, caught up. Right. So, what advice would you give to somebody that's coming up that wants to be successful? One piece of advice. Um, consistency. That's one of the hardest things that people struggle with is they're not consistent, and that's true with anything, mm-hmm. whether it's you know your your diet, workout plan, or business relationships, whatever. It's like you try something and um, you know it doesn't work the way you thought it was going to work, and then you just fall off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Talking about the Rick Ross interview, one thing he said in that interview was that he was rapping for ten years and writing songs for people for ten years before he made any money off a rap. Damn. Oh. So you know that's that's over a decade. That takes a lot of discipline, wow. and a lot of patience. To stay down for that for that long of a period in time to believe in yourself and you know be consistent, so yeah. Because yeah. I, I think his first single, if I'm not mistaken, was "Every Day I'm Hustling." Yeah, that, that came out like yeah. 07, 06. That's, that's the first one that. So really he blew. was writing music since '96 prior yeah. to that. Yeah. Wow. So he was, he was part of that the slip and shot um, movement. So with, oh, your, with daddy your daddy and Trina and JT oh, JT Money was on it. I think JT Money was part of Slip and Slide oh, too. Wow! So he was right. If if you look back, I don't. His name was it? It he's was right, Rick Ross. He's definitely right. He's definitely Trina. in the videos. He's okay. in the videos. He just yeah. doesn't look. It doesn't look like the okay. Ross that we know now. But I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. no beard. He didn't have a beard at that time. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew every day, bro. Like yeah, I mean, like Gilly the Kid. People don't know that you know he was running with oh, Cash major. Money back in the you know mm. back in the day uh, back yeah. you know when with Wayne and them you know in the Before early two thousands nineties. I mean, he was part of major figures, which was like. Supposed to be this, the the next super group out of Philly. Yeah. Uh, so we knew about them being in New York. Like, oh, these yeah. guys are good. And Gilly was one of the Ace and Speed. Who was Dutch? Dutch and Dutch Speed. Yeah. Dutch and Speed. Yeah. They had a bunch of people that were coming, and um, I don't. It just kind of didn't work out. But um, we, we we knew about Gilly. Yeah. Way before even the Cash Money thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 They got babies. Lastly, guys, what's the number one thing you learned from your podcast? Like everything you've done up until now. Uh, one thing that stood like. I guess it would say uh, how to put this one thing that you learn that stood out to you that you can never forget from your podcast either somebody that spoke to you someone that you met someone that someone that that, that they did what was that oh man yeah well, it's, it's been a lot um, yeah. I feel like we learned something from every situation that we do but um, mm-hmm. definitely that episode episode 11 with Derek Falcon he broke down a lot of stuff and really opened our eyes to just the way we thought mm-hmm. even like you had like the average million that has seven streams of income yeah. and the yeah. vast majority of people was like kind of get discouraged because it's like right, you gotta start seven different <clears throat> businesses like totally unrelated so like a landscaping business um, you know a workout business a restaurant and that's kind of difficult but he was like you know you don't really need seven different things to become wealthy. You just really got to focus and become good at one thing mm-hmm. and then scale that one thing. So, like, for us, that's really what we did. That was our blueprint of, like, just focusing on our main product, which is Earn Your Leisure, the podcast. Then from there, we did a bunch of other things that led to side revenue, side businesses, but it all relates to that. Mm-hmm. It's not foreign. So, like, a live show that relates to that, right, or merch that relates to that because we got to wear something. Right. Or now we have other shows under the umbrella. We have a stock show, Market Mondays, which is kind of like a branch off of Earn Your Leisure. Now we have a podcast network, but it's all under the same realm of having a podcast. Mm. So EYL University, which is our like private school, um, that makes sense because we have free information that we give all day, every day, where some people just need more of a community feel. So now that's a branch off of that. Or Patreon, like I said, you guys have Patreon, right? Yeah, like that's yeah, not yeah. that's not something that's totally different from what you're doing. It's just different content. I'm assuming you're just kind of repurposing different things and giving them backstage access and yeah. more perks and discounts and stuff like that that mm-hmm. the general public doesn't have. So 
knowing that has really helped us scale. Like even like you know how we get paid for the podcast is like you, know, you can get paid multiple different ways for that. So like the same content, YouTube and audio is the same content, but you get paid different ways. Yeah. Like YouTube, they pay you, and then you have audio ads. Like if you listen on pot on podcast outlets like Spotify and Apple. But it's the same content. It's just one is visual, one is audio. Mm-hmm. So, but it's two different revenue streams. So you're not recreating a wheel. You're not really doing that much more work. You're just working more smarter and mm-hmm. finding out how you can monetize things in different avenues and different lanes with pretty much the same realm that you that you already started in. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would say uh, our, our brother Max Maxwell. He came to our house, my house, to do an interview, and he walked in immediately and said. I love you guys. <laughs> like, I, I love you guys. Like, I really love you guys. And we're like, this is what? Like, this is the first time we ever meeting you. He's like, you know why I love you? Because you guys are not scared. You took imperfect action. Mm. Like, you're, you're sitting in your, your dining room. You got recessed lights. You got these little cameras. You're on your dining table. But you don't care. Yeah. The information is what's important. Yeah, factual. And so when he, he said that, I was like, yeah, he's right. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't wait. Like, we started with iPhones. Right, we 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 so had start. yeah, we had like these BS mics, but we grew, and the part of the growth is that the best part of the growth is that the people who started with us, they got to see us grow too. Exactly, Facts. Yeah. right. And Facts, so like yeah, yeah it, it wasn't perfect at the beginning. It's not perfect now, but we're growing, and the people feel like all right, if I can grow with you, then I can probably do this too. I don't have to start with nine cameras in the room (laughs) right i can start with my iphone right because it's a 4k camera right i could just have to have the idea and i have to be consistent like what he said that first part the consistency is key Mm -hmm. but adding the value is more important yeah right the value and the of the content outweighs the production of the content of course right right a lot of instagram clips are blurry like even the ones like when we from the early days they, after you reposted it a bunch of times, it's like you can't even, who, who <laughs> yeah, is that? Like, oh, right? yeah. But you can still hear the message, right? Yeah. So the value of the content becomes more important. So the imperfect action is something that I try to approach with everything now. Like, all right, it's not going to be perfect. Let's just keep working until we get it to Bam. a point where it's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, it's, very it's true, funny because we started in our bedroom, like my bedroom, his bedroom, and we did like a, a virtual like uh, live stream. Yeah. And he was, was at another location. Like we lived down the street from each other, but like I was like broadcasting my like living room. He was in his room. And we would like use a stream yard joint, you know what I'm saying? It was like we're talking. And he was using like a blue yeti mic and I was using like a blue yeti mic. That's hey, how we started. Me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, you know. So Yeah, so, man, yeah. you gotta start from somewhere, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start from somewhere. you gotta start. So, so last question, guys. What do you think about our studio? No, it's dope, man. This it's is inspiring, it. man. This is something that, like I said, we need to really step our our, our production <laughs> game up coming in here, <laughs> Thank man. You, man. Congratulations on this, man. This is this is a high level. I could tell that you guys really, um, you know, are passionate about your craft and you take your craft serious because and, and you don't just put something like this together if no. you're just doing it just for a hobby. Like, you know what I mean? I understand that you guys want to be the, the biggest in the game and take it to a whole different level mm-hmm. just by, I don't even have to speak to you guys, just by actually seeing this um, is extremely impressive. So Have the people seen this? Uh, I do some. behind the scenes sometimes. Only yeah. some. This is yeah. like this is incredible. I don't reveal all the gear on yeah. purpose, yeah. Uh, so that people can't try to come in and steal what we got. But uh, yeah. but yeah, no. But like you know, obviously with certain people, I share stuff and everything like that. Yeah. So this scenes. again. So like audio visual was not something that we we knew. Like we had to learn it. And so like when I come Fact in, same. I'm looking at the cameras. I'm like, oh, this is a series setup. I know these cameras. I know. The, I asked you like, yeah, oh, yeah. the soundboards. These are great. Yeah. 
like you learned these things and you applied these things and now look at the, this is one of the, the, the best like studios I, I've seen. Wow. Thank you, this man. Is, this is really dope. Thanks, this is really dope. Even these mics, like we didn't, y'all didn't start with short mics, nah. which I got them now. Yeah. Right? Because you know the sound quality of it. So yeah, yeah you learn as you go. And I'll, I'll say this as well. So with your guys' podcast, right? A lot of people don't know this, but like you have to do a lot of networking behind the scenes. And the guests that you guys have had on, bro. Big guests. <laughs> I can't guess. tell you, bro. Us getting on guests is a hassle sometimes. But I guess that you, you guys have had on, I'm prop, props to you guys. Because yeah, networking by the scenes is all about relationships. So I know for a fact you guys put in work on the back end that yeah. nobody sees. So that's, yeah. that's dope. This guy's yeah. different. Like that's something I learned from him. Mm. Like, he's a beast when it comes to networking. Me too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. He's a beast. So like yeah. even now, like in, in coming into contact with people, like I'm always I'm a people person. Yeah. Um, but business is something I've had to learn. Like I make no secret about it. Like I came up in the education system. Like mm-hmm. that's what my degrees are in. So having these interactions about business is something I'm learning. But like networking and, and speaking to people and getting guests, I've had to watch him do it. Like he's a he's a beast. He's a beast. So a lot, a lot of times you see people coming on, it's like, yeah, that Shai was at it again. <laughs> he was at it again. Man, that's yeah, awesome. No, man. Your your uh, your network is your net worth, man. I know that sounds cheesy and very you know overplayed or whatever, but it's so true. You know what I'm saying? Like you you know you're the average of the five people we spend the most time with, so it's very important. Yeah, even at your event, man. Like uh, we came through, showed some love, uh, posted you guys up, just all the respect, and like who knew that you guys were gonna come today on the podcast? We didn't know. Yeah, yeah. we didn't either. I mean, yeah. Hey, man, how long are you here for? Let's let's link up. Nah, it was funny because like I said, Michael Shee was talking about your podcast um, the day before. Mm-hmm. And so when I met you, I told Troy like, "Yeah, we gotta do their, their show, man. They they they're, they're lit right now." So so thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> thank you, it, bro. Thank you, thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you guys for coming, bro. It's on, like I said, man. I think these episodes are the most important. And yep. Personally, I'll keep it a stack with you guys. These are my favorite. You know what I'm saying? When I'm talking money, yeah. talking about uh, successful entrepreneurs, people mm-hmm. that I can learn from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's awesome, man. Like, yeah, debating girls is fun and all. I know you guys love it at night. You know, we get like ten thousand live viewers <laughs> yelling here, like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, but I like the like, redhead. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, you know, I get it. It's entertaining, but it's like, bro, like you don't learn from that. Like, that yeah. ain't gonna necessarily. If anything, you guys learn like how a lot of people think. You know, what I'm saying that yeah. they're like ignorant, but that's another yeah. thing. You know, what we need we need to do a Atlanta episode with them back in the studio, and these guys are successful, but they don't like outwardly show lifestyle that much. So uh, it'll be funny to see how they react to guys that aren't like chains and all that shit like I don't want to discount something that he did yeah. um, yesterday right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he knew we were going to be somewhere and you said your network is your your network is your net worth yeah but he put himself in the room yeah where absolutely. he knew that people were going to be did. he yeah. didn't have to show up yesterday he could have said yo Mike can you contact those guys for me mm-hmm. but he showed up in the room he waited he said look guys I got, I need this picture I'm like bro we're going to do it we're going to do it but he put himself in a position exactly. for this to happen. Exactly. A lot yeah. of people discount that part and they don't put themselves in, in the spaces, right? So like, we, hey, we're going to be at this place. Mm-hmm. Are you just there? All right, you never know who could show up. Exactly. Right? We, we're liable to show up with probably your, people from your favorite episode will be in the room. Mm. But you got to be in the room. You and I'll it. say this, I'll peel it back another layer. Guys, I didn't feel that good yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like I, We've been doing these late night shows that's been beating me up, so I, I, I didn't feel good. So he was able to go on my behalf, and that's the importance of having a team. And he was able to go and represent us and make the moves and you know uh, talk to Mike, talk to you guys, and, and you know make these interviews happen. And uh, you know I wasn't feeling hot yesterday. Like I, I couldn't even like leave the place. Really, I felt like crap. So that's the importance of like having a, having a team and someone that you can rely on. Man, you can't do anything uh, great by yourself. Now look for him, bro, dude. This this all this setup here. I don't know shit, bro. <laughs> I just show up, bring the gas. He does all the wiring equipment. And I'm like, bro. 
props to you, man. So it's a teamwork. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same, man, right? He doesn't know anything about technology. See? Yeah. Listen, man, we the same, bro. Network. Y'all niggas handle it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, the way we do it. Yeah, yeah, when we walked in, I'm looking at it. I know how he's like, yo, this is some fly shit. Yeah. And I'm looking at it like, yeah, yeah I see that 4K right there. Yeah. Hey, cameras. Oh, these lights. Man, I'm like, yo, how, yeah. do you, how do you manage the glare? Yeah. Like, I'm looking at it differently. He's looking yeah. at it like, yeah, we need this shit. <laughs> like, uh, Make it happen. So, like, for us, for us, I'm sure it's the same way with you guys. Like, for us, it's like, yeah. uh, like me and Trey, we, like, uh, do all the, we buy the equipment. We look at what we need to do. We, we like, always, like, look at Amazon upgrading equipment. Me and Trey, the, our audio engineer. And then uh, Fresh does the politic and everything like that. And then our boy Chris, he basically, like, manages the show. Yep. He recruits the talent that for the girls that come in at night. He manages it. He gives them the, the lecture before the show. Don't be disrespectful, <laughs> but they still do anyway. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he pretty much like is the director of the show. So everyone has a role and a strength and everything like that. Yep. So you know, me and Trey just focus on making sure the content quality is as high as possible. Shout out to Trey. And then we get the guests and and you know he mixes the thing live. Because you know, I, I had to learn this the hard way. When you're doing live, live, you need an audio engineer Ooh. in studio, bro. Like we had sound Sheesh. issues before. Yeah. So tell us about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all know what's up. And you guys run shore mics too, so you guys know how like these could be. They're they're fantastic what, microphones, but a lot goes into them. People are talking right here. Exactly, yeah, yeah. bro. Talk to the mic. <laughs> Yo, I feel like Yo. you should never talk about the wage cap. Yeah. What did you say how? What is that? Like yo, it was. I, I was so happy and like like because you guys are podcasters too. So like I, you guys already know like yeah with the the, the short mic you got to talk right into his dynamic microphone. Yeah, we bring these guests on, bro. They be back here like this talking like this, and I'm like, bro, talk into the mic. Trey be losing his mind. Yeah, he back. be coming up like. Yeah, so <laughs> talking the mic. Yeah, he be like schooling these chicks, bro. It's hilarious, but I oh, mean, man. nah, man, you guys. Yeah, it's awesome, you know. bro. Super they chat. know they're podcasters too. They know. So. Super chats real quick. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Lakers Dynasty Twenty Hours. The only two podcasts I listen to: Market Mondays with Master Ian and Fresh and Fit on the same <laughs> channel. Excited to see this. Thank you so much, bro. Appreciate that. And guys, you said. there's 1,700 you guys in here. Please like the video, bro. Please, guys, please, please like, like the, the video. Sub to the channel. Also, we're gonna pull the sword out on you. Yeah, we yeah. have yeah. 1.4k <laughs> likes on and Twitch. only one dislike. Uh -oh. yeah. So Before I throw in the start, y'all niggas. Yeah, <laughs> and then also as well. <laughs> Sub to this channel, earn your leisure, and follow my Instagram as well. Yep, cool. they got a blue check. It's easy to find them. Get it verified. Uh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> Kaylin Graham, uh, fifty dollars. Any advice for someone who wants to start a podcast similar to what you guys do? Been watching both podcasts for a while now. Myron, give us a little on your background, please. Oh yeah, that's uh yeah that actually that was our last question, right? How to start yeah. a podcast? Yeah. Wait, what's your guys' take on it? How to start a podcast? Yeah, he's asking. Yeah, how do you start a podcast similar to what you guys do? I mean, start a pod. Honestly, you just. Download the Anchor app. I, this is how we started our podcast. Um, we we downloaded Anchor app, which is free, mm -hmm. um, and we uh, got some shotgun microphones, which is very low quality microphones. <laughs> um, we uh, got somebody from our neighborhood. Shout out to Sid, who mm -hmm. actually you know was able to yeah, record the audio for us. Zoom. Um, oh, the, okay. The Zoom, the Zoom audio. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We recorded. Yep. We um, took visuals with our iPhone. Yeah. Uh, got a tripod. And put like three iPhones up so we can have three different camera angles. Oh wow! Um, and, and told my kids to get get out the house and yeah. don't come back till we finish. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we started the podcast, yeah. bro. So it's there like a lot of times people want like these more like these crazy answers with like such sophisticated and all this. And I right. wish I wish I can tell you like yeah we started with this budget and this that. Then we knew is that we didn't know how to start a podcast. Like there's no school for that. We didn't we didn't. Um, you know, have a formal education in media training. We're not trained for, you know, audio and visual. Um, we just, you know, kind of Googled our life away and figured that, okay, Anchor's an app where you can download your podcast, upload your podcast for free. Um, we just got to record it. And um, we had Instagram. So mm -hmm. we knew that a good way to promote the podcast was 
going to be putting up clips on Instagram. Yep. There you go. Downloaded some free apps to um, learn how to, you know, edit videos. Splice was one of them that I used. Um, and we took, you know, the footage off of the iPhone, chopped it up to 60-second clips, put it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that's how we started uh, the podcast. Was, that's a learning lesson, too. Like, these things you got to learn, right? So yep. when we were doing the iPhones, you can't airdrop over 25 gigs. Mm. And so we had to figure a way. Yeah. We would record them, yeah. maybe like an hour and a half, and like, how are we gonna get this off? Yeah. So I had to. We had to learn that, especially if it's in 4K or something like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. And making sure that everything's in 4K and it's doing 30, the uh, 30 p. It's like, all right, well, that one was in 60. Now the, the mouth's gonna be off from the sound. Yeah. Things you got to learn, right? Studying pro uh, Pro Tools and GarageBand and seeing which one's gonna work for us. I remember spending like Sundays in Guitar Center. Trying to figure out which mics we need to get. Damn. Like how do how do you record? <laughs> like yeah, I would man. call. I remember my, my man uh, Dave. I'm like, listen, I'm at my house. This thing ain't working. How you got? He's like, come back to the store. Spending days in in, in Facts, center, just figuring out. See, I've been on the phone with Sweetwater for hours, bro. <laughs> see, for hours. You guys man. don't see all the things you have to learn behind the scenes because we do it on the go. Because yeah. like no one t teaches you, hey, do this, this, and this for do a podcast. It's like. Oh shit! This sounds shitty. Let me let me get this mic. Let me do this. Let me do that. Yeah. You don't sit behind the scenes. And we actually we did a podcast about how to start a podcast um, with Mandy B. Shout out to her. You ever yeah. heard of um, horrible decisions? Yes. Yeah. I yes. think Trey. Yeah, our boy Trey t told us about that. Is it two yeah. girls? Yeah. Two girls. Yeah, yeah. that would be a and good. And it's spelled H A like spelled horror with that. Yeah, yeah. That would be. No, I'll make that happen. Yeah, that definitely. That would be a that would be a dope collaboration because their whole thing is the. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your second. I heard yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah, so yeah. I, I'm down to yeah, the yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mandy and Weezy. Yeah, that would be an interesting. That would be, be a very you good might have episode. to have people in here watching it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we we do it all the time. Like if we got a big guest, like we have a whole spectator section. Yeah, all that over too. here and then the chairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. extra headphones but and everything. Yeah, but yeah, we did an episode with her about how to start a podcast. Um, because yeah, you just know like what equipment to to use, what microphones to use. This is all stuff that we had to learn the hard way. Trial Thanks. and error. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, people can learn from our mistakes. They can kind of accelerate their growth process. But it's not hard. It's not hard to start a podcast. Um, so just start it. Don't don't worry about. Yeah. Don't get caught in analysis paralysis. Cool. Yeah, yeah, people are looking at your mics. They're like these. Those three. Look, we did an episode when we first got the mics, uh -huh. and they didn't work. Like oh. I, I, my mic didn't wasn't on, and I think the guest was on. Shot. The whole episode. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to talk very loud so oh, that the laptop can get it. But like, these are the things that you'll learn. Yeah, yeah. you learn as you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like, you think, like, you would know, but it's like, like, like for example, with a shore mic, you need a cloud lifter. There's no way around it. Or a fathead, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To amplify it. Like, just little things like that that you might learn, like, either in the front end or the back end. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. You just got to turn record and start, man. Just, just start. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Uh, okay. We and Forever Strong. Forever Strong. 10, 10 hours. Glad to make it. Oh, go ahead. To an earlier live stream. Wage gap is old news as most college degrees. <laughs> Future is tech, crypto, and real estate. Working to get into crypto, mining, farm going. Cool. Cool. And then Forever Strong, Strong. gang. Damn. Uh, what do you guys think about the market instability and the high potential for worldwide market crash? What's the best ways you think to protect yourself um, in these times, I guess? Yeah, um, the best way to protect yourself is to diversify. Bam. Yeah. Not have all your eggs in one basket mm -hmm. and not, not over leverage yourself and take too much risk and um have some capital on the sideline. Mm -hmm. Um so that's the best that's the best play. 
Uh, because yeah, you get hurt when you don't, when you're not diversified, when you have all your eggs in just one basket and when you're, you're, you're doing too much, taking too much risk. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that was the title of our second episode in anticipation yeah. for precipitation, <laughs> stack chips for a rainy day. Damn. Mm, yep. Smart. I like that. I like that. Gerald Gutter. Uh, 10, 10 hours super sticker. Thank you. Thank you so much, right. man. Cool. And I think we're good, man. And I guys, okay. You guys want my background. I see it in here. Guys, I'll, uh, I got to talk, uh, real talk, I got to talk my lawyer and uh, uh, figure that out, but I will tell you guys about my backstory and all that other stuff, but uh, it's uh, some stuff that I can't get into right now, <laughs> but uh, right. that's a whole other thing, man. So, where can they find y'all? Uh, personal Instagram, Instagram, yeah, websites? For, first of all, thank you for having this us, man. Dope. I look forward to establishing a relationship with you guys. Uh, we definitely would be honored to come for that late night edition. <laughs> you guys are always yeah. welcome, bro. Well, hold That's on. We need to go to New York, too, man. Yeah, we oh, try yeah, to yeah, yeah. Pull up, pull up. You got yeah, the, the, the open invite, man. Yeah, okay. We love, love what you're doing, man. Like yeah, I said, yeah. especially congratulations on this on this setup. This is very impressive. No, yeah. thank you, man. Um, earn your leisure across all platforms, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, Instagram, anywhere. You Earn your leisure. It's real simple. Mm -hmm. um, EarnYourLeisure.com is our website, UI University is our um, platform for education. And um, yeah, check us out. Check us out. We put out information every single day. It's all related to business and finances. Um, and we take a unique spin on it. We highlight entrepreneurs. We talk about crypto. We talk about stocks. We talk about real estate. Um, so if you're interested in any of that, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on, on Instagram. And once again, thank you for having us. Appreciate it. My, my personal Instagram is Rashad Bilal, R-A-S-H-A-D-B-I-L-A-L. Cool. And they're tagged in the story, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. tagged. Mine's just Troy Millings. T R O Y M I L L I N G S. Cool. And I'm going to put all their links below, guys, for you uh, in the description box, man. Mess with these guys, bro. They got n over 9,000 people that work with them and obviously are chasing their dreams, making money. These are the important episodes, guys, all right? You chase a check, not chicks, all right? Cool. <laughs> so, uh, and then follow Myron, Unplug Fit, two T's. Yep. Follow me, Fresh Prince CEO. Follow Trade Talk Sports and our producer, uh, Aaron C. Pogson. Yeah, that's and We got a show tonight with Nino Brown. Oh, Nino Brown. 6 oh. p.m., guys. Uh, 6 p.m., we got Nino Brown in the studio. So it's going to be lit. And then we're going to have our boy Solo TV as well. We're going we're gonna to do with a three-peat for you guys, tonight. bro. Okay? Crazy. Back to, so back to back. thank you guys so much, man. Peace. Peace.